Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Consciousness Road Trip Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Watt, and again, we're joined by a special guest while we take a deep dive into the tools of access consciousness, while we explore this amazing planet that we live on. Welcome everyone to another episode of Consciousness Road Trip, the podcast. I had a little idea the other day that I'm going to start exploring and today's guest is my very first guest with following what I want to call an Aussie flavor. But when I say that, my first guest isn't actually Australian, but she's from our very close neighbor, our little sister, our little brother, our big sister, our big brother. I don't know how we describe it. Michelle Edhouse, welcome to the Consciousness Road Trip podcast. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Cool. So um, if you guys have heard any of my episodes recently, like the whole point, my desire, my target of this podcast was to take it around the world with me. And basically, as I traveled the world, um, attending and working on access consciousness classes, that I would make this podcast with, um, you know, all the peeps I worked with and created with. And now we're in maybe our third or fourth month, I don't know, time's so weird at the moment, of being stuck, I'm doing air quotes again, which you can't see, but being stuck in Australia, stuck at home. And I mean, basically I live in paradise. So <laughs> there's so many worse places I could imagine being stuck. And I kind of just got this sense also of like, I was talking with my good friend Simone Millicis at lunch the other day, and she obviously has a lot of meetings with Gary Douglas and Dane here and Brendan Watt about planning the access schedule and where whenever they go to that place of being a little bit frustrated with being stuck at home, um, Gary talked about, well, what if you created in your area, like in your country or whatever, and then when things start to change, then we just keep expanding out and doing our thing. And I loved that because there's not been many times in recent history I've been in Australia for this amount of time. So then I started thinking, I want to start interacting with the CFs and the people in Australia and New Zealand that are that are access peeps and, and create some engagement with them and your audience and my audience and look at that. So you're my first like official person on this little different uh, flavored podcast. And I absolutely love what we're going to talk about today. So do you want to just like give people a rundown of like what, what we came up with or what you came up with for this episode? Well, a couple of years ago, I was really feeling very stuck in my own life and in my business and all of that stuff. And I was like, this just doesn't work for me anymore. And I was like, okay, so what do I desire to create as my life? And one of the things that Gary Douglas has always said that's kind of stuck in the back of my head has been, what if the purpose of life is to have fun? And so I was like, right. I'm choosing to have fun, and if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. I'll either pay someone else to do it or just change directions, whatever that looks like, and just started asking questions about what is fun for me? How do I desire to live? What's, what do I desire to add to my life that will create more fun? And that has gone in so many weird and wacky ways. It's so cool. Cool. And my brain just went like, pew, pew, pew. There were so many things with what you said. And I was the same when I first heard Gary say that, what if the purpose of life was to have fun? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Like, no. 
you know, we're not five-year-olds anymore, Gary. We need to, you know, be serious. And But also, like, you know the thing that you resist is what actually is probably true for you. And then I started looking at shit, you know, actually – like fun and joy are who I am as a, as a person. Like that's such a, a match for me energetically. So I'm like, well, why shouldn't my whole life like be that way? And the other thing I love is the sense of adventure and fun that Aussies and New Zealanders have. So like, let's talk a little bit more about like, okay, let, let me ask you this. Like, where do you, cause a lot of the time I've said to people, I work with people in various, you know, teams and stuff in access and whatever. And I'm like, okay, so they're like, I want to do more. I want to contribute more. And I'm like, okay, so what's fun for you? And like as a humanoid or as a person that is always seeking something greater, sometimes that's a really hard question to answer because you're like, well, everything's fun. Like I can make everything fun. So can you talk a little bit about like when you chose that in your world, that this is what I'm going to start choosing like, what is your fun radar? Like, where, what leads you to those places where you start to have that as, the, as an energy of creation for you? So, um, one of the things that I use as my fun radar is do I just, like, get on and do it and create it and um, can I work on it for hours with no food breaks, all those sorts of things? Um, you know, if I find myself really procrastinating and finding it sluggish and, oh, do I have to do that? It's like, obviously, this is not fun for me. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that whole, you know, when I'm designing systems for websites and things like that and I'm exploring new possibilities and um, new ways of doing things and discovering and stuff like that, I'm just like... Ben comes out and he's like, three o'clock in the morning, are you coming to bed? (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, you know, if if it's not fun for me, I'm like, oh, I suppose I have to go and do that. Or so-and-so's banging on my head to finish doing this. So that's the biggest radar for me. If I can't wait to get on and do it, I'm just like, oh, when can I have time to create this? Um, That's where I know it's fun, yeah. Cool. And maybe if you guys are listening to this podcast as well, like what even if like in the next 24 hours, I was having a conversation with Simone Millis, I don't know, last night or this morning about some things up in my world at the moment with this, like really looking again now at, you know, what what do I want to have in my life and what, what do I want to be in this world and what do, what do I want to be? And I was like, but how do I even, what do you mean? Like, you know, trying to make it linear and figure it out, which is what, you know, maybe it's only me that does that. I'm not too sure. <laughs> but what she suggested, which kind of really re, um, has a, you know, a, a similar energy to what you're saying is she was like, well, Sarah, why don't you just spend like a couple of days and every time you do something and it makes you smile, write it down. Because I said, I've been facilitating more lately, which is something that I used to avoid and now I'm choosing it. And I I love it. It makes me so happy. So she's like, okay, so put facilitation down as one of the things that makes you smile. So for you guys out there as well, if you've got this thing of like, man, what would it take to know what is fun for me? Like what if for the next 24 hours, five days, seven days, like whatever that is for you, you just have like a piece of paper or something in your phone and every time you're doing something, anything, like not necessarily having anything to do with your job or your career or work, like what if that moment, that energy of smile, whether it's a real smile or it's just the energetic 
you know, sense and feeling of smiling, that you write that on your fun list. And then, you know, maybe after a week, you can start looking at that and seeing where you can start to create um, revenue streams from that as well. So there was something else you touched on there that I wanted to extrapolate on a little more, where you said the other bit for you, um, where you know it's fun, is where you don't actually need a lot of like sustenance, like what this reality tells us we need to function. So food, sleep, those sorts of things. So can you talk a little bit more about that, like how this fun energy and what that is for you, how it also actually is a nurturing energy for for you, like it, it fills you up in a way or, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we are energy. Our bodies are made of energy and like the sustenance um, that we, you know, that this reality says we need, food and water and all those sorts of things, are made of energy. And so when you... Um, when you're receiving that energy from something like joy and excitement, you actually don't require it from a, a food source. The other thing that I found, um, and I've been working quite a bit with uh, Marilyn Bradford on Right Recovery for You, um, I was using food and alcohol um, as a way of trying to give me that sense of fulfillment. And when I'm functioning from what's fun for me, what's joy for me, and choosing that, I don't require it uh, because it's not lacking in my life anymore. So that's been a, a huge gift for me um, when I recognised that. I was like, oh, okay, when I start to eat or need to block out the world in some way, whether that's with TV or games or alcohol, food, whatever, I'm not actually choosing and creating the fun. Um, yep. um, yeah, so I'm trying to hide hide the fact that I'm not having fun by covering it with these other things that I've labelled as fulfilling. In the way. That's very cool. That's That's such a huge awareness too because it's like how many times in this reality are we also told we need downtime? which doesn't mean you don't. It doesn't mean it's not nice to tune out every now and again with a glass of wine and Netflix or, but I love what you were saying there because it's like when it, when it becomes a choice rather than a necessity or something we go to, to like fulfill that need of rest or fulfill that need of fun, it starts to really um, open up a world of you being able to look at what truly is fun for you too. And like you were saying, like for you, it's creating shiny beautiful systems and so the other thing as well is like also guys with with that what I said about um you know writing those things down and just just having the space with it relax don't feel like you need to sit there and be like okay now I'm going to write five things that I that make me smile or that's fun for me go about your day and do it as you're going um because the other thing is what's fun for you is probably not going to be anything close to what's fun for other people so and I think as well, Michelle, what you touched on there about like food and alcohol and games and movies and all that sort of stuff is also where this reality's told us that that's what should be fun for us and where we buy this thing of like, oh, I'm having fun now because I'm doing this thing that people tell me is fun. So totally true. I mean, when we went into lockdown here in New Zealand, you know, normally on a normal day, I'm at home on my own, the kids are at school and Glenn's at work, and all of a sudden I went to having all three of them at home, all 
gaming and watching YouTube and doing their Netflix or whatever they were choosing. And I went to this place of, oh, I should be doing that too. And I sat cool. around for almost two weeks. Who knows why I didn't ask the question earlier than that. But for two weeks, I was like, oh, getting frustrated with Glenn for not doing this and getting frustrated with the kids for not doing that. And, and all of a sudden, I was like, hold on a minute. What are they doing that I'm not? They're having fun. What cool. fun? Oh, creating videos for my YouTube channel, um, on my painting channel. It's fun for me to be building websites. It's fun for me to be um, facilitating. Oh, and I got back into what this reality calls my work mode, but it's, yeah. it's my fun mode. And so instead cool. of sitting around making myself wrong for not having the fun that they were having, I chose what was fun for me, which happened to be working, which cool. is very cool. Um, and I, and it, I love what you were – sorry, you go. Keep going. Like, for me, being humanoid, <laughs> I need to have lots of different things to play with. And, and I do, you know. Um, I mean, I've got a, my, my painting YouTube channel has over 50,000 subscribers now, and that sort of brings in lots of playing with people and responding to comments and making videos and doing lives and – that's fun for me. All of that's fun for me as well as the actual painting. And then there's the facilitating and then there's the building websites. And, and it's like I'm never sitting doing one thing for hours yep. and hours on end because I'm like, oh, what, yep. what requires my attention today? What can I do today that will be fun? What, what will create greater? And it's always that forward motion. And for me, any time I stop, Stop creating. I stop having fun. So um, that being willing, you know, with the what makes you smile. And overall, for me, creating makes me smile. And inviting a different world, um, a happy world, <laughs> makes cool. me smile. So, yeah, yeah what, what is it for, for you, the listener, that... Um, makes you smile what is it that you can you sit up at night thinking about it or not not from not from a oh god way but from a <laughs> oh oh tomorrow morning I get to do this yay how exciting kind of thing yeah, yeah. and even like because even you know guys listening again I'm we're on a zoom right now so I can see Michelle as she's talking and she's very like animated and her hands are moving and I'm sitting here smiling like the energy of fun for me like what if you just tapped into this conversation to get the energy of what fun is too and know that it can change every day like Michelle mentioned what is fun for her is creation so today her creation might be her painting YouTube channel tomorrow it might be being out in the garden the next day or even less than that in this two hours my creation my fun with creating is creating this the next two hours it might be being out in nature and going for a walk and not actually and like also where we're willing to have this fun factor in our lives where everything starts to contribute to each other so from what you just said, there's one more thing I want to go into a little bit, if that's okay. And how being willing to look at this 
um, creating and choosing more fun in your life has also given you a sense of your reality. Like there's a lot of talk at the moment in access and maybe you guys out there, if you don't do a lot of access are also aware of this place that the world has come to now. Um, uh, someone just sent me a funny WhatsApp that flashed across the screen. Um, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a possibility available now for each of us to create a reality for ourselves, which in turn will create a reality for this planet and for each other, because you know, whether you like it or not, we are all together. We are all connected. There's something there that happens with that. But where this place is now that truly we have this space to create a reality of our own, a reality beyond any reality that ever existed before. So can we, like, what does that bring up for you with this fun conversation as well and finding your reality through fun? I think one of the things that has totally exploded for me since I've been choosing to create my reality from fun is my willingness to be outside the box. Um, my willingness to be different, my willingness to, um, you know, as you said before, you know, when Gary said the purpose of life is to have fun, it's like, no, we're adults. Um, I'm a business person. I'm this, I'm that. I'm, and, and none of the definitions in society say that a business person can have fun. I mean, Gary told Simone Millicis not to call her book Joy of Business. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it, when you are doing business for the fun of it, um, yeah. then it, it is a joy. And, you know, I only, I mean, I worked with Simone for years and I only really got the total sense of what Joy of Business is when I chose to have fun as my reality. Um, cool. And it's expanded outside of, you know, in all areas, um, you know, mother-daughter relationships, uh, yep. my son's relationships, uh, you know, running our concrete business, being in any situation, any time I try and go to the not fun, to the eh, that is the way this reality says it should be, it stops being fun, it stops being me, and I don't want to be there anymore. So yep. I out. So the yep. more I choose fun and even outside of this reality, like outside of the box that, that society says you should have, um, that whole being, being you and changing the world is so true and it's, you know, my, my YouTube channel, the people that make horrible negative comments on it are the ones that are like, you shouldn't be singing, you shouldn't be so happy, you shouldn't be making light of that situation. And they're the ones that can't handle the fun and the joy that I be. And I'm willing to have that, have people judge me as too happy. Um, so, yeah, being, being willing to receive the judgment of having your own reality is um, definitely a space that I recommend people try. <laughs> I love that. 
thank you for that invitation too. And I think that what I love that came up in that as well is be, being willing to be different and how different you, well, I mean, God, it's that question, like how different are we actually that we're just never been willing to, well, I think we will acknowledge it within ourselves. Like we're like, cause you ask someone, you're like, you're, you're different right? and they're like, hell yeah. But how often are we willing to be that in the world, like to the world and, 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 and also receive the judgment and the ridicule and the projections that come along with claiming and owning and acknowledging just how different you really are. And I think anyone that's willing to create their reality from fun, I'm sorry, guys, you're also going to be seen as being very, very different. So how much fun can you find in your difference as well? And how much, how much can you turn all of this into revenue streams and make money from what is fun for you and what is your difference in the world too? So, Michelle, I already like just want to keep talking to you and find out more about like, you know, who you are and where to find out. So what have you got coming up? How do people find you? How do people get onto your classes or YouTube channels or yes? Yeah. So, um, my YouTube channel for my art is Mickey Art, M-C-E-A-R-T. Um, and find me for, for access stuff and facilitation. I mean, I run uh, 21 days energy pool series every month. And uh, I do every couple of weeks, I do clearing online classes. Cool. Uh, I'm, I've got one starting tomorrow, but I don't know how long till you put this out. So, you know. <laughs> Um, so, you know, if you want to find me for that, that's at accessu.co.nz um, or on consciousness.com forward slash Michelle Edhouse. Cool. And we'll put all that in the show notes as well. So it's easy for you guys to grab those links and, and check it out. So is there anything like, you know, in closing, not that it's ever easy or so much fun to wrap these conversations up into a little bow, but is there anything else that, um, yeah, that you want to share or talk about before we say goodbye? Well, I suppose, it, like, what if you didn't have to try and find the way to make money out of it first? I think one of the first things I did to, um, to add some fun to my life was I'd always wanted to live in a musical. And oh. so one day I was like, hold on a minute. I'm my own person. I have my own house. I like I can live in a musical. And so I would start just singing things just for the randomness of it. Um, picking a tune and changing the words to match. Yeah. Boys, will you come and set the table down, please? <laughs> <laughs> At the time they were young enough to get in on the act and Oh, mom, I'm just finishing this game. And, you know, we had so much fun just being silly and being ourselves. And cool. that's such an invitation, not just to me, but to them, that you can have fun in life. And yep. if there's something that you've always wanted to try, my suggestion is try it. Yeah, it's now the time is fun for you yep yep mm. and I think that's been the, the real gift of like also one of the many gifts of this this COVID thing and and the change of the world I've seen so many people choose that 
to be like, okay, I have this space, I have this time, I have this this different world now that is moving at such a slower pace in a way. And I've seen so many people take up things that they've wanted to try their whole lives and, and haven't. So I just love that. And I love what you said about, you know, it not needing to be about money either. I think in, in general, when you bring in joy and you bring fun into your life, it doesn't even need to be that the money shows up directly related to those things, but you'll start to find probably that you'll, that money will just start to come into your life more easily too, because it likes that energy of joy and happiness and fun. So thank you so much. And because I haven't mentioned it yet, anything that we've spoken about today, Michelle and I are both certified facilitators of access consciousness. So you can head to accessconsciousness.com and see more there. We didn't run the clearing statement today, but I also like to mention There's another website called theclearingstatement.com. And then we've spoken a lot about Simone Millicis and the book Joy of Business. So I'll pop in the show notes too. SimoneMillicis.com is her website where you can pick up. She's written three best-selling books now and they're writing, she's writing her fourth with Brendan Watt. Um, And yeah, like I'm, I'm, what's fun for me also is having the tools of access consciousness available because it makes my life more fun. So Thank you to Access. Thank you, Michelle, for your time. This was a really fun conversation and so just ease and light. And I'm very grateful that um, I invited you on and that you agreed. So (laughs) thank you for being here. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Sarah. And what else is possible beyond what you thought was possible? It's always a great question to ask. I love it. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Consciousness Road Trip podcast. If you'd like to find more of my podcast or more information, you can head to my website, sarahwatt.com.au forward slash road trip or sarahwatt.podbean.com. See you on the next episode.